0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MonsterCast. I'm your host, Jack Dahl, Jr., and I am joined by the Canadian, (laughs) 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 Ryan Dahl. Okay, so let's start in. Let's get ready to just delve into this AEW victory once again. Um, But, I mean, it was closer this week. Uh, AEW actually went down. NXT went up. But overall, AEW is now eleven, three, and one as they went in the ratings eight hundred and seventy one thousand to six or to seven hundred and sixty-nine thousand. Um as far as the shows go, did you like AEW's Bash at the beach cruise show
1: more than NXT? Well, it's hard to give a uh an unbiased answer because I knew the results beforehand. Gotcha. So it was it's kinda hard to watch it with fresh eyes and still feel like just as good, but the NXT had such a good show um, where I, I don't uh, – I feel like if I was watching them both brand new, it would be a lot harder to, to say. But since I already knew what was going to happen on AEW and watched it, like I, I, I think I would say NXT had a better show this week
0: just I will say watching it that,
1: that with already knowing.
0: I will say that I did watch it, watch it with fresh eyes. I avoided the spoilers, um, and AEW was a better show. Um, overall, from top to bottom, I like the atmosphere, I like the, the layout, um, love the crowd singing Jericho's song, that was fucking badass, um, I love the way that the sound came through, even though they were in the fucking water with no mm-hmm. roof, and it still came off like they were inside of a building, that's how loud yeah. those motherfuckers were, so that was cool, um, so, um, kudos to the sound guys on that, um, well yeah, I just think it was a, a cool feel to a show it almost felt like you were watching like a fight for the fallen type deal but it was on free tv or a clash of the champions type you know something like that like something just different um so yeah i liked it i i honestly obviously we already knew that because it was going to be taped in because it was on a fucking ship and all these things could happen that could go wrong we all know that nothing major was going to happen storyline wise and then boom what do they do with the first fucking match they hit you with something major storyline wise yeah. We got new fucking tag team champions in AEW, and I also um, believe that is another reason why I liked it so much um, because mostly most – of, most of the time on those shows, like pretty much 98% of the time, nothing of significance happens. It's just either a fun show. It's almost like a house show on TV, and this one actually had a fucking title change, a major title change. So that uh, propelled it a little bit more for me as well. Yeah. Um, So Kenny Omega and Adam Page are your new AEW Tag Team Champions, furthering that long-term storytelling, which is fucking awesome. Um, And I really think it's going to help them whenever they explode, when the mega powers explode as well, because they've already had all these problems, yet they keep winning, because that's how good of a singles wrestler they're being uh, portrayed as. So once they come unglued and then go head-to-head, you really are going to feel like you have no idea who's going to win uh, that one-on-one matchup. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, go ahead. What what was your uh, thoughts on either show? It doesn't really matter. Either one.
1: Uh, I mean the the tag title change I honestly didn't see coming. Um, obviously I did by the time I was watching it, but I didn't see coming, uh, like, let's say, last week because I thought that the angle that they were going to go with was – they have some miscommunication that blows their chance at the titles, and that's what starts the the 1v1 between Omega and, and Hangman. But now with them having the titles, I, I think it's way more interesting. You go into that whole um, – what the fuck was it called when uh, Austin and Triple H? Yeah, the Power Trip. Ma- yeah, two-man Power Trip. Like yeah. they're, they're kind of moving into that territory with it now, which is kind of crazy because they're also both world title contenders really. Yeah. Um, I think think it's just funny how how
0: good they're doing with the the digs at Adam Page, like the, the backstage interview. Where he kept asking him questions, but then he kept cutting them off and going back to Kenny Omega, and then yeah. the Young Buck showed up and stuff like that. That stuff it, is good. Those
1: subtle little like, hey, you're still second string.
0: Yeah, you're still not the elite. Justifying yeah. the way he feels about everything is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, you're still not the elite even though you are a tag team champion with a member of the elite, and you used to be the elite, but we never viewed you as an elite member. And he already kind of knew that. That's why he wanted to distance himself from it anyway because he kept losing. However, you also have the um, added element of – the fact that uh, Kenny Omega is supposed to be fucking fighting Pac soon. So how cool would it be if Revolution comes up and they put Kenny Omega versus Pac and then just leave Adam Page off the fucking pay-per-view altogether even though he's a tag-team champion holder?
1: I don't think they can do that. No? Um, I think no. it would be awesome. I mean, they got Is their talent pool deep enough to ignore him? For one show, yes. For one pay-per-view?
0: Yeah, one pay-per-view, yes. I I believe so. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, you could still have him on there in a backstage segment, or you know,
1: know, drinking
0: somewhere, getting drunk because he's pissed off or whatever.
1: The problem with doing that though is that then you, you delay the the match between Omega Omega and Hangman for another at least because their pay per views are only every three months. Yeah. So then you gotta you got to stick with that for another three months. I think three months is a really long time to keep that program going. I
0: don't because you're going to want them to get some title defenses under their belt to make those titles still mean something. So you can have Adam Page come out at Revolution and act like he's trying to help Omega to beat Pac, but then they have another miscommunication, and Pac ends up winning. Yeah. Adam Page could be drinking, comes down there with his fucking cup or whatever he's drinking. He's, he sees Pac about to do something that – is illegal or something, he tries to stop, boom, he hits fucking Omega instead, Adam Page is like, fuck, I didn't mean to do that, and then, uh, then Omega started, because Omega's always been pretty nice to Adam Page. Right. considering right still but then that's when omega's kind of like man what the fuck are you doing you know you just caused me another singles title when i'm trying to get the fucking world title and you now i gotta even climb even harder to get it and pack is fucking higher than me now so i think all that stuff come you could still fit him in the show where it would make sense storyline wise and then yes i do believe they could run three more months with their long-term storytelling to have title defenses under their belt so that they can still keep coming over all odds until that one time that they don't and then that's when they fucking finally explode
1: yeah, maybe. Um, the other cool thing is that, you know, they have the built-in storyline of, hey, Young Bucks, we had the tag team titles before you did, which Paige even mentioned, which is uh, going to turn into something interesting, I guess.
0: Um, yeah, for sure. Like, they're, those two are going to definitely have a 2 match, yeah. They're undeniably,
1: like, the best tag team, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then they haven't won the belts, and, and this this team has. So, yeah, that's... um. And I think that'll come up more and more as the split starts to get bigger because Young Bucks will – anything they say, Paige is going to be like, oh, yo, uh, why aren't you tag teaming? <laughs> yeah, it,
0: was, it, was, it was hilarious when he said it in the, in the backstage uh, segment. It was <laughs> okay, fucking funny. Bro, yeah, bro. it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, calm down, man. <laughs> I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Like, yeah. Uh,
1: did you see the um, – this is not super related, but it is about Adam Paige. Did you see the, the song that somebody made out of his tweets? No. Oh my god, dude! He tweeted some really weird shit over the last couple months. So somebody made like a, they just made a song where they're singing his tweets to like this like sim like kind of country beat. I was like it'd be the funniest fucking thing ever if they did like uh you remember um Daniel Bryan and Regal where they play Regal's old music? Yeah. Well, Adam Page knows about the song because he retweeted it and just said, "What the fuck." <laughs> So That'd be funny as shit. If like on some dark match or something, they just play that song for his interest music instead, and
0: Oh, that's one thing we can mention about the on the show about uh dark about AEW getting renewed till two thousand twenty three. Did we talk about that last on the last week?
1: Uh, we got, we got a little about briefly got, over text, but not not on the show. I'll I think. don't
0: remember if we was on the show or not, but we do have more information on that anyway now. Though anyway, uh, even if we did talk about it on the show, because yep. they said that basically what I heard. From old Dave is that AEW Dark is going to be the show new show on one TV? of the TNT uh, networks, yes. So oh. it will be on TNT, TBS, uh, True TV, or – what's the other one they own? They own one more. I can't remember the other one. They own like four. Turn on.
1: together. Uh, I don't remember.
0: It's TNT, TBS, True TV, and something else, but it's going to be on one of those apparently, and it's going to be – it might not be on Tuesday, which is going to be weird. The only way that I think that could work is if it's actually like the day right after – uh, but I don't know if they're going to do it on Thursday or not.
1: They have Cartoon Network.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be funny.
1: They're
0: um, <laughs> going to start showing uh, BTE on Adult Swim.
1: Yeah, so th- yeah, they've got CNN. CNN, uh, yes, H- obviously, yeah. HLN, TBS TNT, True TV, Turner Classic Movies, so you might be thinking of TCM.
0: Yeah, um,
1: Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, obviously, and then Boomerang because that's all the same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then at Sports Net, Sportsnet, apparently, but I don't think they put it on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know that is know, nobody, um, nobody has that <laughs> yeah, no way. it might be a fucking airport channel or something um <laughs> there's a lot of weird airport television stations um or those gas station channels <laughs> you just pull up to the pump some random fucking girl starts talking to you like oh here's the gas station news i like bitch nobody asked you I'm trying to fill up my car um but yeah i like what they're doing with that story it makes sense young bucks thing it opens up a lot of stuff the uh the way that they're um the way that they're they're positing all this really, um, I think it's gonna. It's one of the better laid out storylines that they've they've had um, so far. Like there's a lot of debt to it. I even sent you. Uh, there's a video um, for y'all that aren't um, super into New Japan, but when Jay White uh, and um, Hangman Page were building up their match to the U.S. title over in uh, over in New Japan after Jay White had beaten. Omega for it. After that match, uh, Hangman Page runs into the ring trying to trying to start shit with Jay White because they were all in Bullet Club at the time, and Omega like kind of pushes him aside to give Jay White the belt, like as you know, sort of a, like a show of respect or whatever. So they were doing this pre-fight presser uh, between um, Jay White and Hangman, and J- this was I think two years ago. And Jay White, even back then, was bringing up all this stuff about like you know you're not really a member of the elite like you're you're sort of just like a side act in bullet club. you can't get over like nobody's really interested in watching you versus you know the bucks and and Omega and like you're not you're not really a you're not a main event guy like they are. You're over there you know in fucking bar wrestling doing dick flips for for Joey Ryan, like all this other stuff like nobody takes you seriously. And so it's been it's been a really good long slow build if you keep up with all of Hangman's arc like from the entire time that that he's really started to um, sort of break out. So I I really like what they're doing with that. It's um it's one of the uh, between that and like let's say the Cody MJF stuff, I, I think that the Omega Hangman is is a better build even than that.
0: So that's another thing. The Cody MJF promo was really good as well. Yeah, and you knew somebody.
1: The what? What'd you say? Yeah, I, I like, I like that they did. And you knew somebody was going in the pool. Um, but what I was, I was really getting at was, uh, I think that they're doing a good job of doing what WWE has been bad at for a really long time, which is making baby faces look fucking stupid. Yeah. Like. Everything that they do makes them stupid. And Cody's not not presented as someone stupid. So when you say, Oh yeah, the stipulation is you can't touch me, Cody, not fucking stupid, says, Okay, I can't touch you, but other people can't. Yeah. Like in in other stuff, like you'd have baby faces come out and just stare and fucking back away and oh I can't do
0: anything. Or or the heel would like be, be beating down one of the members of their family and they just cry and and, oh like, I can't do anything, yeah. I can't touch you. yeah, uh, yeah stupid shit. Yeah. Or just you know the face would be, uh, just dumb enough to accept it blindly anyway without a plan.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Faces are always uh, viewed as the dumb.
1: That's why they're so unlikable in WWE. They don't know how to book them. Yeah. Like it used to be if you watch old wrestling from like 80s, 90s, whatever, the heels were the dumb ones.
0: Yeah. And the scared ones. They were all like the yeah the coward heels and stuff like that. Until until Ric Flair came along, of course. But even in Ric Flair, when he knew he was in trouble in a match, he would do the same shit: beg you to time out, time out, please, don't hit me, you know, shit like that. But Ric Flair would always be a smart heel on the outside of the ring, and technically the inside of the ring too, because sometimes he'll he'll just set you up for that and they hit you in the balls or whatever. But you know, you get what I'm saying. But like Ric Flair was like the first, like in my opinion, uh, from what I can remember, the first smart heel.
1: Um, Yeah, and Savage picked up on it a little bit after him. Yeah. Especially with the Ring Escape stuff, which was, and then and then if you think, and then if you think about it, who
0: were like the two first heels that everybody like slowly started to love? Macho Man and fucking Ric Flair, right? I yeah. mean, er, that's when that's when the shift started happening. you were like, yeah, I really wasn't really ever a Hogan guy. I was more of a Macho Man guy. Well, right. why? Macho Man was the fucking bad guy. Well, because Macho Man
1: had a fucking legit point. Don't touch my motherfucking woman. And he was smart. Yeah. He the way that they booked him, in, like if you watch the Steamboat match. How much of that matches him fucking escaping the ring to get away from offense? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Okay, so so there. Okay, what I one of the things I really can't stand is when people when people like uh, oh, but he cheated to win or whatever, right? Okay, so you've got Dusty Rhodes on commentary every fucking time he's on commentary. The winner gets paid more money. Even Mm -hmm. Jim Ross says that now. The winner gets paid more money, all right? The winner gets title opportunities. If the referee is turned around, you best believe I'm hitting this motherfucker in the nuts. I'm trying to win the match. I don't give a fuck if I'm good or bad. You got to be smart. So I don't give a fuck about honor or all that other bullshit. If the the face is like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I put down the chair, and then the heel hits him with the chair. (laughs) I'm not booing the fucking heel, bro. That's what I would do. That's smart. Well, you're just a heel, man. Yeah, I guess so.
1: I'm the bad. I'm a bad guy.
0: I'm a bad bad boy.
1: Johnny Joplin would never do that. Hmm. <laughs> I think they were both faces, man. Yeah, um, I guess so. Well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> knows what the fuck Oh my talking. God!
0: By the way, I found. I got the notebook. I keep forgetting to bring it over here to my office. You know what? On the next break, I'm going to go grab that thing and see if you can remember any of these names, man. I got tag teams. I got everything. (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. Our old wrestling federation with me and you versus each other and me and you versus wrestling buddies and wrestling buddies versus me – uh, hilarious shit. I got
1: the backyard all. federation where we oh were character like a fucking where, movie. Where,
0: where the fucking <laughs> where the wind through the trees was the applause that we faced our move sets off
1: of. No and, joke. No, and we'd get so fucking hyped when it started getting windy too. Yeah, and they're oh, cheering shit. for them. They're cheering for. Them. Now
0: for them. we gotta do the power I'm, moves,
1: bro. I'm surprised. I'm <laughs> surprised.
0: I'm so so surprised we didn't get sick more often because when when the fucking was really windy, that's when we went outside the most because they're like, oh yeah, the fans are really feeling it today. <laughs> um okay but yeah I actually watched it with fresh eyes so I believe AEW was better than NXT. Um I don't think NXT was bad. I love and I know that you don't like him, And I know everybody is like I don't like his character. Okay. No, Riddle. I fucking love Matt Riddle, bro. And the fucking a little bit on Riddle. The the chemistry between him and Pete Dunne's promos now
1: That's is fucking is, great. That's why I'm coming around on him. It's not it's not anything that he specifically is doing. It's the way that he's playing off of done. But he's still the same character. He's always
0: been that character. He everybody's like I don't like his character. I get it. I just think he needed a foil. Like
1: that's yeah, that's maybe all.
0: maybe. Yeah, I get that. Some people are like funny in real life but they don't translate like that on TV. So mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I can see that. But he's he's basically a MMA version of RVD. That's what he is. Like that's his character. So when – like, oh, my I don't know if you saw Worlds Collide, but they did it again. Did you see When Worlds Collide last night?
1: Yeah, I did, but did what again? you talking
0: about They played off each other again just like they did on uh, NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the Grizzled Young Veterans did their little promo, and then they shot over, and uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn were on the other side, and they she went to go talk to them, and fucking hilarious. And Pete Dunn's like, well, if I could be blunt. Yeah. And then he starts fucking looking around everybody starts yeah, I mean, that's what his character is, Riddle and we is all so know it. Yeah. He I mean he's playing off of his past, even if he doesn't do it anymore, which he does, but yeah, course, yeah. uh but he's playing off of what people already know about him and it's it makes sense with his character. He's the fucking the king of bros. It makes sense. I like the character. I think he can fucking win world titles with this character. If R V D can do it, he can do it. Just R V D didn't get the fucking promo time that Riddle's getting. Right. That's all it is, um, because WB is in this phase where if you don't know how to talk, you're not getting anything unless you're Brock Lesnar and you got a mouthpiece beside you. Um, but yeah, so the, the NXT thing when they were across from each other at the actual trophy talking and then when Worlds Collide last night, I think were fucking great. So I do believe Pete Dudd enhances that, and I do believe that they're a fucking awesome tag team, and they, I hope they win, honestly, because it, like we've said before, NXT's uh, – in, uh, NXT's tag team division right now is kind of garbage. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so that would be cool to see them get a tag team title shot against Undisputed Era or something. Because I believe in three weeks is when uh, the takeover is. So in three weeks, Takeover will happen, and I believe it will be Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne versus Undisputed Era. Yeah. And it'll be the crumbling of the fucking Undisputed Era finally. Which already started, obviously, with Keith Lee winning the North American title against Roderick Strong. Oh,
1: Spoilers.
0: Well, that's what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, right. We're not doing top five yet. Okay. No. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. But, yeah, those two matches obviously were the great matches, in my opinion, uh, off the show. But as as far as storytelling, I mean, it's a tournament, which is right. the same story all the time. And, um, I mean, you can't really throw a, too many different storylines out in a tournament. And then uh, the other one was something that should have happened the last time they fought each other. So. As far as storytelling, I still don't think they're great. I do think I like the fact that they were doing the dual storytelling so that they could build up to the Wind World Collide and then still have the um, stories play off into the TakeOver because they had to do this exact same thing with the TakeOver and the War war Games and then Survivor Series as well. So they already had a little bit of um, uh, history with that. In um, an experience with that. So they're pretty good at that, running two shows at once and trying to make all these storylines make sense for both shows. So that was pretty cool, I guess. But the stories aren't just aren't deep enough for me to ever say that AEW was a worse show. I mean, AEW would have to be a really bad show for me to say AEW was worse than an NXT show. You got the two squash matches that weren't even shown on the version that I watch unless I go to the WWE Network, which is Finn Balor defeating uh, Joaquin Wilde or whatever the fuck they call him now. He's from... TNA, he was DJ Z, uh, or Zima Ion, and then I uh, forget what the other squash match was, um, I want to say it was Shannon Baszler beating Shotzi Blackheart, but yeah, so well, you got two squash matches on the show that weren't even good enough to put in the version that you all watch on Hulu Live TV or whatever you watch it on, and AEW doesn't have that problem, and I don't believe they even had a squash match. It didn't, but I mean, it was also author- taped. Yeah, I get that, but yeah. it wasn't taped for me though. Yeah,
1: I mean, I hear
0: you. Um. Also, it didn't sound taped. That it did not sense. sound taped. Um, um, the only thing that sound taped was when they were bleeping out the all the f words and stuff from the chants. Other than that, because at first I good. thought it was just the wind cutting out the mic, but then I was like, then they kept doing it. Yeah. I was like, and I was like, oh, never mind, they're cutting it's out terrific.
1: chants. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if yeah. it was
0: live, they couldn't do it. Obviously, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have done it. But since since they had the technology to do it. I guess they were like fucking let's play it safe and cut that shit out.
1: Well, um, I hear next year they're doing it live from the cruise.
0: Yeah, gonna, but wait, wait, it live. wait, next week?
1: Next, next year. year?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because he announced the third one. I was about to say because I'm pretty the next one's in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, no, there's no boats in Cleveland. Um, yeah, no. So they, they're uh, what I heard was that next year when they do it, they're they're going to have the technology set up apparently to. To do it live instead of flying back the two tapes or whatever they were doing this time.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into – Do you, before we get into my two stiff shots, do you want to talk about hard times at all?
1: Not really, man. Do no, you? No, no. Um,
0: I mean I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, How'd that go for you? I mean – Ricky Starks is the your first ever, well, new first ever television champion, NWA television champion. I thought Trevor Murdoch should have won it, um, but it's whatever. Um, and Scott Steiner didn't win the uh, national title like I thought he was going to, which upset me. He won, but it was by DQ or some shit like that. But uh, then he went crazy, of course. Uh, well, that's new. Yeah, well, I mean... It was uh oh, Eli Drake and Jane Storm won the tag titles though, so that was pretty cool.
1: Do you like the uh the Aldis Gordon match? The what? The Aldis versus Flip Gordon.
0: Uh, it was a good match, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good match. I just don't understand why we got that instead of him versus Skrull. It was almost like I feel like they should have played it better storyline wise, where like Aldis was like, oh yeah, if you want a shot at me, uh. Or before you say you want a shot at me, watch what I do to your boys, and then fight each one of his boys and beat them That would make more sense to me, or one of his boys, in this case, Flip Gordon, because obviously they're not going to let him beat PCO at this time. But I believe PCO is still the Ring of Honor champion, right? I think so. I'm not positive on that, but I think he's still the world champion. I can't remember for
1: sure. I do anyway. keep up with what they're doing on Ring of Honor anymore, dude. Yeah. Just... Um,
0: but anyway, so... Uh so take Brodie King and him out of it. But Brody King and PCO were former tag team champions in
1: NWA. Alright, so listen, you're let's say you're NWA, right? Yeah. You obviously see the money in Skrull, but he's with Ring of Honor. Yeah. How how do you 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 can't reasonably book your champion to lose to him, right?
0: Um, I think you can because they did the same thing with Cody.
1: Yeah, but Cody wasn't really like he wasn't I would, I wouldn't say that Cody had the same like company affiliation and ties, and like, he wasn't like a Ring of Honor guy, you know. Like obviously he was working there, but he's he wasn't like so representative of the company. Mm,
0: I don't know, man. They had a lot of help with Ring of Honor on that whole first show, so yeah,
1: just all in thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's when he won it. So
1: yeah, I mean, I mean but... I, I assume that's... that he
0: had a really good relationship with Billy Corgan, and Billy Corgan respected his dad, and I mean it all played into that. They just wanted him to have the title, and Cody gave it more prestige at the time than Nick Aldis did. But then they would figure once he drops it back to Nick Aldis, it would rub off some on Nick Aldis, and everybody's like, okay, Nick Aldis is legit. So he had two really good matches with Cody, and he went one and one against them. Yeah, and I mean, then that I... kind of that kind of springboarded the whole. N.W.A. thing. Now, here's the thing, Ryan. N.W.A. doesn't have that much money right now. I mean, they're shooting in a fucking studio where it's the same crowd for four shows in a row because they're taping all the shows or whatever, right? So you can only bring in so many people because you can't fucking pay them all and you already have a roster. So it's not like you can just cherry pick who you want to come over from the Ring of Honor uh, roster to have a match with Nick Aldis. So maybe you want to have Nick Aldis lose to Marty Scurll because Marty Scurll is now a pretty high up guy in Ring of Honor and you guys can work something together where Scurll is paying the Ring of Honor guys, but they're
1: wrestling on your show. Yeah. I, I think the the Cody comparison, it was so early in NWA's like life that they needed the outside exposure then. And now I would put them pretty much equal to ring of honor Mm,
0: i could see that but ring of honor fucking travels and has way bigger crowds
1: yeah but as far as like actual attention in the industry maybe i don't know yes
0: yeah i agree i agree with that um for better or for worse jim Cornette. uh but they have been getting a lot of attention online and stuff but that's because their show is easily accessible yeah it's not easily accessible ticket-wise because they only have that one little <laughs> studio show, just like an NXT show is only in full sale. But oh boy. but they uh, are easily accessible as far as watching it, and it doesn't cost you anything extra because it's on fucking YouTube. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I hope they get big enough to get on a TV station. That would be cool. Um, I think they should go back and run it on Saturday mornings. Honestly, that would be fucking badass. I would love that shit. One because I'm off Saturdays now. <laughs> two, <laughs> two because it'll be an old school feel. I go get my cereal and fucking watch wrestling. That'd be a fucking badass.
1: somebody cool. on the floor.
0: Yeah, or they could do like the whole six oh five on a Saturday, even if that was the case. That's fine with me too. I don't care. But just be on a just be on a station. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be cool. Uh, oh. I hope they work together. I think they have a better shot of working together in the short term than AEW and Ring of Honor do because they're already technically working together with the Skrull Aldous thing. And Flip well, Gordon over there and stuff like that.
1: I think I think that I think part of the reason that they threw so much money at Skrull was thinking that he might be able to swing them an AEW partnership too.
0: Yeah, so here's the thing with AEW. I think AEW could potentially turn into the new Japan of the US. Mm-hmm. Where they have their big shows, like their big show, which would be I guess All Out or All In or whatever you want to call it at that time, mm-hmm. but uh, where they have titles that aren't representative to AEW still defended on their show kind of like New Japan does Yeah, for Wrestle Kingdom. So I could have a Ring of Honor World Championship match on an AEW pay-per-view where more eyes are going to see it, and then you get to see my Ring of Honor guy versus a Ring of Honor guy or my Ring of Honor guy versus a AEW guy, and – fight for the title and you get to see how good our talent is so that maybe you can get some eyes to spawn off over here or the nwa title aldis is defending his nwa title on uh an AEW pay-per-view they already have a history with the cody rhodes thing cody can't fight for the fucking AEW title well let me go try for the fucking nwa title one more time uh shit like that just uh spawning off from different stuff i feel like if they do it the right way if they can't get the deal with New Japan, AEW could still have a New Japan-like atmosphere with a lot of good, deep talent for their big shows. Um, not just not just a pay per view, but like their all-out pay per view where it's going to be long and you could get more eyes on the product. Because let's say there's somebody that is an old school guy that this hardcore nwa and it's like all fanboy for nwa or just ring of honor guys or maybe they don't like aw or whatever you can get them back over and maybe something can switch with them and they'll be like hey maybe i should fucking give this another shot now that i've uh, stopped bitching after the third week where they were having problems with a new tv show that was live every week you know stuff like that um i think it would work out for both honestly and in this case storyline wise i think it would work out for cody as well considering he can't fucking go out there title. <laughs> The title, but I don't know. I think it would. I think it would be cool.
1: Yeah, how the fuck are they? What are they doing with that long term?
0: Because I I I always forget about that.
1: I always forget that he's not allowed to challenge for the belt anymore. Well, here's the thing.
0: I feel like what they should have done is Tony Khan. I know Tony Khan doesn't like to come out on TV. You don't have to have him come out on TV. Have him cut a little fucking thing in the back, right? Because Tony Khan is the fucking man of the business, right? Of this organization, right? So it's not like MJF can say no to Tony Khan. So Tony Khan – and then MJF can use this in his little promos and shit too because he's the heel. And he could be like, oh, you're only getting this because Tony Khan – you and Tony Khan are tight or whatever and you're an EVP and shit like that, right? But here's the thing. Tony Khan could just cut a little like a five-minute fucking if – if he can because he likes to talk – Um a five-minute little promo on YouTube on the AEW channel or whatever in Twitter and post it up there and say that it's only fair that if MJF got three stipulations that Cody at least gets one. So if Cody uh, beats MJF at Revolution, then his ban on winning the world title is lifted.
1: The end. Yeah, maybe. I, I think – that, that was the easy way to fix it. To thin out, I don't think it's a bad idea to thin out their title picture because – Really, they did have too many guys near the top, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah, it makes sense because it's like ugh, it's like you can only have one dude at a time. I don't know why am I winning all these fucking matches if I'm never getting a shot at the title, and then you can't have the title defended every fucking week because then it's going to look like Jericho doesn't have any challengers like he's fucking Brock Lesnar because you want the title to have prestige. So, I mean, I get that, but but then again, Cody's been out of the title picture the pretty much the entire time that AEW's been in existence so far. Yeah. Revolution isn't until what February 29th or whatever it is whatever uh, that Saturday is um, 26 29 something like that but uh, that's so that's a whole nother month away um, and even if okay so let's do I don't know how do we want to do this let's say let's say Mjf loses to Cody Okay. And then at Revolution, and we don't have that stipulation, but MJF is pissed, and MJF says, "I want another shot at you, and I'll give you anything." And then Cody's like turns it around on him, kind of like uh, the NFL Draft movie with Kevin Costner, where he's doing the draft at the end. I don't know if you have ever seen an NFL Draft Day or whatever. It's a really good mo- fucking movie. But uh, he like he had like done this trade or was trying to do this trade. The the owner said no when he. Fucking figured a way around it. The other owner called him and tried to do the trade, and then Kevin Costner said no, and then fucking basically raped him for all these picks and shit, right? So, what if MJF? What if MJF loses at Revolution, and then he was like, "I want another shot at Cody." It's bullshit. Something happens, you know. I don't know. Who knows? The ref wasn't looking. Cody cheated to win or something, something stupid like that, just to get the upper hand on MJF to, for payback, you know, something like that to continue the story. MJF says, "I wanna, I want a rematch," and Cody says, "No." For like a couple weeks, I beat you. It doesn't matter that you cost me the title. I always beat you. I'm gonna be one to zero against you forever. You know, something like that. You'll never beat me. Um, and then that just eats away at him. And he was like, um, what do I have to do or something like that? I'll give you a st- or I'll give you a stipulation. And then then Cody can throw the stipulation in there. And then you can have it go on for whatever, three or four months, however however they're doing their pay per view schedule. And then they fight again. And then maybe Cody beats him again. And that's when it gets lifted. Some shit like that. You never know.
1: Yeah, but that okay, so what seems weird about that to me is why would MJF have any say in a rule that Cody imposed himself? You know
0: what I mean? No, no, no. Well, he doesn't have a say in it. He's not saying that's the stipulation. He's saying I will I will I will give you any stipulation you want to fight me again. Cuz MJF is the reason why he does why he can't fight for the title now. So yeah. what better way than to get the – to beat the guy that cost you that reason and then get that fucking stipulation uh, lifted or whatever or that ban lifted.
1: but it, is,
0: You could only do like, it with MJF. The only way you can get that ban lifted is something to do with Cody and MJF. Since they're already in the storyline together, it would make more sense for them to do it and get it out the way now if you're ever going to have Cody
1: actually have a chance at this title. I guess. My problem with it is just that it's not a real rule. Like it's just Cody's own choice. You know what yes, I, mean? I understand that, but MJF is
0: also the reason that it happened. It wasn't like M- Cody did it. So, Cody lost on purpose. Cody's gonna tell
1: MJF that his stipulation is his own redemption. Like that's weird. Because if Cody, if Cody really wanted to base whether or not he was comfortable getting another title shot or on beating MJF, and he beats MJF already, why wouldn't he just be like, look, I'm, I'm gonna. I feel redeemed and I'm going to challenge for the belt again. Like not
0: That's so. because like, the only person that takes joy in this, stipula- or this uh, stipulation being handed down to Cody that he can't fight is MJF because he's the one that cost it. Everybody wanted to see Cody win that match. Yeah, I
1: guess.
0: So it would hurt – who would it hurt the most if the stipulation was banned? It's not even about helping Cody because Cody's probably – you could say that Cody – he could fucking throw it in a promo. I'm fine with the stipulation. I've overcome the stipulation. I'm cool with it. I'm over it. But – what will hurt you the most now? I've already beat you, but what else can I take away from you? And you know so catching that off the record, yeah. Work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I could I think they could totally spit mm-hmm. it in, especially promo wise to make it make sense like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean they're both really fucking good, obviously. You got your basically your best two talkers right now outside of Jericho on in a fucking same feud. Do what?
1: I think if you think about it too much it doesn't make sense. But they could
0: they could probably sell it, yeah. Um, It makes more sense than Rhea Ripley's punches.
1: <laughs> Big deal or not.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm not going to get into that shit because that's just stupid. But uh, stiff shots, uh, of course, Asuka escaped a mall fashion show shooting where three people were injured. Did you hear about
1: that? I did, and I was going to make a joke that you knew that Rhea Ripley's punches were not going to be on stiff shots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I heard about it, um, you know, here in Canada, we don't, we don't deal with the American problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I say as I have literally like fucking eight guns at my house back home, but whatever. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I heard about it. Uh, apparently they found out it was like, um, it wasn't like some fucking deranged, like mass shooting fucking thing. It was some kind of retaliatory uh, gang thing, if I heard correctly. So it's not like if somebody who was shooting people at random, um, but still shooting in a mall. Come on, guys. fuck's sake. Ridiculous, yeah. Who even brings a gun to a? Well, you know, I say that, but you know, our <laughs> our little brother fucking carries everywhere for some reason. You know, this man was carrying at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he had his gun at Christmas. I said, man, are you expecting it to fucking pop off in here? <laughs> what, what's going on, <laughs> fucking? Man, sitting there with this holster at a house he lives at with it on his waist. Man, you're fucking crazy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, America. I guarantee I don't sit at my own house with my fucking pocket holster on. But whatever.
0: Anyway. I mean, he carried it around his family, like, in case one of them got out of line or something.
1: Right. Yeah. Like what? If you didn't like one of your gifts, man, we were
0: just – yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm glad I I'm glad I wasn't there.
1: Right?
0: I'm open up a goddamn another Dragon Ball Z shirt, you motherfucker.
1: We popping off.
0: Uh so if Santa what? died, if Santa died that night, we know who shot him then.
1: Yeah,
0: make sure. Who the fuck Who's on the goddamn roof? <laughs> <laughs> um okay, and I don't even remember what else I got. Hold on, I've got to do something right quick before I forget. Uh super card related, unfortunately.
1: Do the um we can talk about the Becky Lynch women thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Let's talk about it.
1: Um. All right. So Becky Lynch apparently said in an interview that uh, uh, I believe this was on WWE backstage that she didn't think that the NXT Championship or any of the women's championships should be called women's championships. Um. And that they should just be like sort of. Uh. They should. They should de- degender them uh, to make them considered equal and like just as important as the men's ones. Um, and a lot of people seem to be on board with that. Uh, but there's a, there's a, what do I word this? There's a, there's sort of a sociological argument against this. And a lot of people don't realize that they're perpetuating a certain like system of thought when they, um, when they say or support things like that, so the problem with it is that like when you, um, when you have, how do I word this? Um, basically, like if you if you're positing that women uh, can only have uh, a comparable value. When you take away their designation and combine them with men, then you're you you're, you're perpetuating views of men being the standard and the norm, and women being the lesser until you combine them with men. So it's 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 sort of a complicated concept to grasp, but it's got a lot to do with language, and sociology. Um, but it's like intrinsically anti-woman to attempt to force equity that way. You're you're sort of eschewing their unique appeals and advantages and qualities, uh, and you're making their differences seem like a detriment instead of their differences just being di- differences. So as soon as you try to say like they can't be considered on the same like level of quality as men unless you mix them in with the men and stop separating them, you, it's, it's just like a, an inherently anti-woman argument from a sociological point of view.
0: Okay, okay, but here's okay, and I get that. That's fine, but I am on the other side of this. As far as this is dumb, because here's the thing: uh, you have a women's division and a men's division. I mean, when what if we what if we just fucking started calling all the other titles men's titles? Would that make it better? I mean if you call – Because them. WWE is not going to let a female win a men's title, so it doesn't matter. If they have had no intergender matches, we're not talking about Impact here. In Impact, it might make sense to do that. But in WWE, it makes no sense to do that.
1: To do which thing? To, to, to not to call remove
0: them? To remove the women okay. from the women's title. Right.
1: So yeah, it there's – makes no
0: sense in the WWE for that to happen.
1: There's that argument. And I think that you could you could make the argument. You could say – WWE Men's Heavyweight Championship. I don't think anybody would care. Nobody would yeah, be bothered by that.
0: I agree. I I agree. I mean, if that. I mean, will that solve the problem though? Because because it feels like they're only they're. I get what she's saying. It's almost like the cruiserweight heavyweight argument where, like, okay, I'm, I'm pigeonholed as a cruiserweight so I can never win the world title because I won't be taken seriously because I'm in this cruiserweight division. That's kind of how she feels as far as on par with the men type deal. But this is the lady that just headlined fucking WrestleMania last year. Right. Okay? So I don't really think that's the person that needs to be coming out and trying to get change, especially when Natalya just had a fucking article that came out saying the women's division has a long way to go still. Talent-wise so and
1: quality-wise,
0: yes, yes, they do. Yes, exactly. Okay, Absolutely. so okay, so the only the only and that's, company
1: that's wrestling that has a long way to go. That's yeah. WWE's women's division. Because if you go okay. look at like Stardom or Shimmer yeah. or like any of that shit, they don't have that problem.
0: Yeah. Okay. So so my main point is Impact is really the only U.S. based company right now that can literally say, yeah, we're we could we could do that. We could we could actually feasibly feasibly do that. You got Jordan Grace Taya and Tessa who could all fight dudes, right? And all would be allowed to fight dudes
1: in their company. Okay, well, see, that's a that's a totally different conversation to me though, because men aren't competing for that title. Men aren't competing for the women's title, so it would But stop. I'm it's saying, but Impact, would, I'm
0: just saying, Impact would be the only ones that could take the women's title and throw it away. and then have the one title see if the women in wwe should be one title
1: i think she just wanted to get rid of the name of the the women's one
0: but that doesn't make any sense
1: Uh, dude i'm not the one that fucking argued for it but she's not saying to make it one title she's not saying compete for the same title she's saying it shouldn't be called a women's title it should just be called the title but
0: that's what it is I, i dude i know I know. That's why I'm saying. I mean, there's there's no logically way logical way for her to explain it for that's going to, to that it's gonna make sense to me. You are a woman. It's a women's title. Only women compete for it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. So I mean, that's I mean, that's it to me. That's it. Done deal. Why are you trying to make it more complicated than it needs to be?
1: Are you talking about with the sociological
0: thing or as her? As, I mean, like, if if that's if. If the way that you try to play devil's advocate was the way that she tried to approach it with somebody in an actual conversation. Really, that's what you want to spend your efforts on right now? Instead of just catapulting up your division to make it just as equal as the men like it did last year at WrestleMania, no man is like, oh, but they'll never be world champion. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's out there doing that. Right. So it makes no sense. We're not calling – we're not fucking saying the WNBA shouldn't be the WNBA anymore. It should just be the NBA. No, that makes no sense.
1: Well, just so we're on the same page, you understand that what I was saying is that it should be left called the women's title, right? Yes. No, I get it. Okay. No, I get it. But when you were playing the devil's advocate thing
0: about what she's trying to say, oh right, right. Okay. If she tried to come at me with that argument, it's really like pick a different hill to die on,
1: yeah.
0: <clears throat> type deal. Like there's bigger problems well, out the there. No is- one's no I- one's degrading the women's division in WWE anymore to that extent, to where that would need to be an issue that we address right now. And the other there's thing is, a lot of people that watch it and are more excited for the women's ty- women's matches than
1: most of the men's ones at this current time in WWE. And if you feel like women's wrestling needs to have the women's name removed from it to be considered equal, uh, there's two problems with that. It won't make it equal because it's not as good quality, not in the WWE. Um, and the other thing is like you're not you're not addressing the root of the problem um, by removing that. You're just You're almost – you're almost bringing more light to the quality of the disparity disparity, by trying to pretend that there isn't one.
0: I feel like – yes, I agree with that because here's the deal. If you build up the women's title to a point where literally it's like – okay, so you're already competing with other women's divisions in other companies, right? Then you're – yeah, you're fucking getting opportunities because you deserve them for the most part. I mean, yeah, it kind of started with a publicity stunt with a hashtag, but it's – the fans actually did want this. Stephanie and everybody else just kind of nudged it because it was a big publicity thing, and then it turned out to be better than they ever imagined, and now look at where it's at type of deal. That's the way I feel like it went, okay? Nobody was, like, really going to give divas a chance, you know what okay. I'm saying? The Literally, the hashtag was give divas a chance. We were still calling it divas at the time of this bullshit. Okay, so you're not only competing with other women's divisions and other companies, but now you're also competing with other men's uh, divisions in companies. How much better does it look when it's like, okay, the best title that anybody can go for right now in the WWE is the Raw women's title? Right. You already look better than the men's world titles. So – why would you take that away? And then it's like, uh, well, now it's not really the same thing because now, like you said, you lesser your own shit. Whereas if you just keep pushing and keep having amazing matches and stories and everything and people want to see your shit, to be called the women's title would actually make you better in the long run, not worse.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's sort of a, uh, and I, I hate to use this phrase because it, it gets used so uh, stupidly sometimes. But it is a very patriarchal attitude to to assume that to be considered equal or, or just as good or just as high quality or anything like that, that you have to co-equate yourself with men. Like you're you already had the uh, probably the best match at WrestleMania last year, um, one of the best matches, if, if not the best. It was the main event uh everybody's more excited for the women's title picture for raw right now like you were saying than they are for let's say the fiend um so it doesn't it doesn't hurt to to keep it separate and call it something different and label it by gender as long as the quality is still there and the interest is still there what what hurts it is is coming up with these weird like standards where we're not as good unless we're not called women which is fucking weird it's just doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't. It's I like a don't. self-defeating kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: I, I agree. I don't get it, and I don't like it. Um, I mean, I get it, but I don't understand why it's a necessity at this moment in time or ever. Honestly, like, yeah. just focus on what you're doing. You're doing a good job. Right. Like, just keep catapulting yourself up, and then no one's gonna. I mean, even if there was people out there that cared, they wouldn't care if you just kept doing what you're doing. It's, right. ne- I promise you, that's never been a thought in my mind. Over the last few years, when right. women started becoming higher up than guys or whatever, I'm like, "Oh, but they'll never be, you know, world Isn't champion." If Charlotte, if it's, Charlotte it's, ever it's, gets sixteen-time it's
1: world like, champion cruiserweight thing, but it's not like that at all.
0: Yeah. Well, what, what I'm saying is, okay, so. We all know how much everybody hated Cena, me included, when he was winning the title every other fucking month and he wasn't having shit matches with his five moves of doom, right? Mm -hmm. If Charlotte ever hit 16, which we all believe that they do, I I would hold Charlotte higher up than Cena's reigns if she had 16 and John Cena has 16. That's just – I mean because her matches have been better for a longer period of time and fucking longer and she does more moves and she's better just in general.
1: Yeah, that and if you um,
0: – I wouldn't hold it higher than Ric Flair, but I would hold it higher than John Cena.
1: Well, the thing about Cena too, um, if you – and making that comparison like Cena versus versus Charlotte and their title reigns and stuff, the quality of opponents is yes. is really what changes that. So again, there's another argument there like – you yes, can't that definitely
0: that definitely helps the dog shit aspect of a lot of Cena's matches. I'm not gonna pour it all on him, but when you're going out there doing five fucking moves, man,
1: yeah,
0: in your prime and you're getting a fucking world title every time and you're Superman you come out over all the odds and every fucking time, which is the same reason why people were booing roman it's already it's already happened. I'm not bashing on Cena currently in his current state it's it's already happened that's happened. We can physically look back at it and see that, and we all know how we felt when we saw it. I don't feel that same way when Charlotte wins a world title.
1: Right.
0: Yes, I'm like, yes, please get somebody else in here because uh, I mean, he other Back people. and forth with fucking Randy Orton. like. Yeah, and Edge. It, it was is. Randy Orton, Edge, and Cena. Yeah, all fucking just throwing it back and forth to each other. Yes, I know. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And they and then I, didn't really, of- I didn't really start liking Cena. I didn't really start liking Cena and realizing that he could actually go until motherfuckers started calling him out on the mic, and then he started going against CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. And- yeah, then he could. Yeah, exactly. Then he, Okay, now you can now you can magically wrestle. Where the hell was this at when you were fighting Edge and uh, Randy Orton?
1: You know what? So. We're fucking dumb. Why didn't he? Might be coming back for the Rumble. Yeah, but he ain't gonna win it. No, I don't think he'd win it either. But.
0: Well, you think he throws out Brock and he fights Brock at WrestleMania? Hey,
1: I've,
0: but then Brock doesn't have the title. I wouldn't. Maybe hate Brock it. loses it before that. Yeah. I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't hate that either, actually. Or maybe Cena fights. Maybe Cena does win and he fights Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And then he goes back to old Cena. I mean, not even. Not even. <laughs> not, not the rapper. <laughs> not the, doctor, not the, the rapper scene. No, 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 not the, the, the rapper. Prototype? But but just from like the actor, you're you're not a you're not there anymore you know type deal like you're washed up type shit and then he goes back into you know you can't see me john cena but mm. i mean i could see that too but i don't think he's gonna win even if he showed up i think
1: i i you know i haven't seen him in so long man you know i think it's been um i somebody was saying the other day it's been like a full uh a full year
0: this was yeah 2019 was the first year that he didn't wrestle in on any pay-per-view in like fucking a long time uh, like yeah like 15, 15 years, <laughs> yeah 15 years yeah he wasn't on one single pay per view in 2019.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, man.
0: And he is known for having one of the better comebacks ever at a Royal Rumble when he yeah, showed up. True. Everybody, yeah, and it was in New York, I believe. He and tossed out Triple, Triple, H, Triple H to is win. Is he in the ring talking about? Oh,
1: he's
0: yeah. back already. Fuck you. Yeah, how the fuck? How the fuck did this guy come back already? Damn, he was only on got like two, or, you know, like two or three months, and he was supposed to be out like eight or some shit. It was insane. Yeah, I could see that happening, maybe. All right, let's go in. Uh, we're going to take our first break, actually. Um, and then when we get back, we are going to do – I don't have a big deal or not, so I guess we're just going to do one break today, and then we'll get into our top five matches. I have seven. I could have had a lot more because there was a lot of wrestling this week. I also but I, seven. I narrowed it down, and I will uh, I will let you know what they are. Yeah, cool. On the other side of this break, on the Monster Chaos. Hello, everybody, and we're back on the MonsterCast. I am your host, junior I'm here with my brother, Ryan, and we are going to hit you up with the final segment of this week. It's the top five matches of the week. I've got seven. He's got seven. So top seven matches of the week. I'll let you go first. What's number seven?
1: Number seven for me was the Wheats versus Marcel Barthel and Fabian Hortcher. No, no. Whatever.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> my number seven was Rollins and Murphy versus the Viking Raiders on Raw. Hmm. Even though I hate it, I don't like the storyline-wise, I do like the tag team, obviously, but I don't like the fact that the stable where your tag team is with the upper mid-card, mid-card guy, and the main event guy, and the tag team wasn't in the tag team match to win the tag team titles. That was fucking dumb. Yeah, I don't like that at all. But you I do like Murphy and Rollins, and I don't think the Viking Raiders were bringing anything to the titles whatsoever by beating up nobodies every week. So it's fine that they're off of them, and it was a decent match. So
1: you don't think uh, you don't think they might do the uh, freebird rule with that? No, not a chance.
0: No, you aren't gonna do a freebird rule with <laughs> with two other guys instead of the freebird rule is a three thing, three man thing. Not they do surprise. an undisputed
1: error.
0: not with Adam Cole though.
1: Yeah, but they could.
0: No, but okay. But here's the thing with with the undisputed era thing. Even when Adam Cole had it, or even when Roderick Strong had it, you always have to have an, an original member of the title. That's the Freebird rule. So you can't just give it to both members of the APA. It would have to be Razar and Rollins, or Razar and Murphy, or AEW and give Rollins, or so, APA you,
1: Because the APA is not in the fucking. I mean, stable. not APA. AOP. <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever. I get you. So yeah, you can't do that. Um. Okay, number six.
1: Um, number six is Andrade versus Ray in the ladder match. Yeah, that's not on mine.
0: I got uh, Mo- I got Moxley versus Pack from AEW at six. Dude, that's good.
1: Low, all
0: right. I, you didn't like the ladder match? Just... all, the, it's not on my list. I I mean, I already knew what was going to happen. I'm tired of Ray looking like a bum. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah. I'm excited to see Andrade win. Yeah, I get that, but whatever. <laughs> it's not on my yeah, top. That yeah, ladder bump crazy. Maybe if it maybe it might be eight. Yeah, okay. I can't give I can't give it a top spot in this week of wrestling that we had because of a bump, because of one bump.
1: I mean it's more Just than that,
0: that, but yeah, you know what I mean. um All right. okay, anyway, uh so yeah, I had Moxley versus Pack. Uh who's your number five?
1: Roderick Strong versus Keith Lee. Same. Nice. Um number four? Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Worlds Collide. Yep. Same. Cool. Yeah. Number three. John Moxley versus Pac.
0: Mine was the Weights versus Imperium from NXT. <laughs> that match was fucking
1: awesome. Yeah. Um, it was, oh, a very was hard, very was, hard-hitting uh, match, huh? You're giving me shit because mine was too low?
0: I'm not giving you shit at all. I mean, it was on your list. Why would I give you shit? I don't know. You just you had a reaction. Huh?
1: It's whatever. Just the way you reacted when I said it.
0: I didn't react when you actually said it, though. Okay. When you actually listed it on your list, you mean? Yeah. I didn't react in any kind of way because I didn't want to give it away that mine was higher.
1: <laughs> Y'all rewind and, and figure it out. Okay, no, right. you
0: do that. Um, anyway, number, <laughs> no, your number two?
1: Uh, Hangman and Omega versus SCU.
0: My number two was DIY versus Mustache Mountain from last night.
1: That's my number one.
0: And my number one is Omega and Page versus SCU. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like I like the DIY match better. I think the the callbacks, to the their their partnership was pretty cool, and the a couple of the like the storyline spots were were really good. And obviously, you know, I think we both like Mustache Mountain too. So. Yeah,
0: um, I really did think uh, after I really did think that Trent Seven had the fucking victory, and then I was like, nah, he's pinning Champa. They're not gonna do it. <laughs> maybe it was pinning Gargano, maybe, but yeah. yeah, I was like, nah, nah, he's not gonna pin Champa. Fuck that. Champa oh, yeah, ain't taking no pins. Yeah, not not. Not three weeks before he's about to fight for this fucking world title. Ain't no right. way. But yeah, I thought it was an awesome match.
1: Well, um, those were pretty close.
0: Yeah, it was actually way closer than I thought. With all the wrestling that we had, and then we both had seven. We only had one match together that weren't on there. Mine was, and it was mine was number seven, and your number seven was what?
1: My number seven was the weights match. But Andrade okay, but number six.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, so your number six and my number seven were the only two differences. So it, was all, it was towards the bottom of the list. But all the main stuff. Yeah, we had up there. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I th- I really thought it was weird that we both had seven, and then literally five and four were the exact same. So yeah, that was weird. Uh, so yeah, I mean, fucking awesome week of wrestling actually. And then of course we have tonight's Royal Rumble, and I never would ever. I don't think I would ever put a Royal Rumble match in my top five, but you never know. It.
1: I mean, it's, it's a lot.
0: Of, it's a lot of punching and shit. I think it's yeah. because if you're going based off of wrestling, I mean, because we base it off of so much different stuff, right? Depending on depending on how the rest of the week shakes out, it could. I mean, depending on who comes out, what spots they do, how Kofi right. stays alive, you know, shit like that. Um, or how Shelton stays alive, whoever. How they both stay alive together. I don't know how they're going to do it this year. Um, but, yeah. So, depending on, like, little stuff like that. and. Speaking of callbacks, the Royal Rumble usually has a bunch of those as far as, like, old stuff that they used to do or old feuds and stuff like that. Because even though 30 minutes of the matches a lot of people do – a lot of guys just punching and choking each other with their feet, Uh, there are cool moments in it that I could see it entering my top five depending on how AEW, NXT shake out this week. Um, But, yeah, we'll see what happens. And also the rest of the Royal Rumble too because they got some decent matches on there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting for sure tonight. I've always, I've always said this. Royal Rumble is my favorite pay per view, um, of the year because you get to see everybody and you don't know when they're coming out or who's coming out, you know, shit like that. And it's always got something on the line.
1: See, that's this. what kind of sucks about them announcing so many people beforehand, though. I don't have that same like element of surprise
0: this year. Yeah, and and since you know pretty much everybody that's coming out, if somebody's standing in the ring alone, you you know who's coming out next because one, you'll know who they're they're in there 2 You know the feuds there, so. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, maybe we'll get uh, one of those storylines they do every couple of years where somebody gets injured or attacked backstage to start some new storyline or continue some storyline, and then somebody's got to take his place, and then there's your fourth surprise of the Royal Rumble. I
1: hope it's not our truth again, man. Just let that man be in the Rumble.
0: <laughs> oh, he's going to be in the Rumble because you know what I think's going to happen? The motherfucker's going to lose the 24-7 title in the middle of the Rumble.
1: Does he even have it right now? I thought right, uh, I, Mojo Rawley has it.
0: Does Mojo Rawley have it? But Mojo Rawley, I think, is in the Rumble, too, isn't he?
1: I don't remember seeing him on the list. Oh, okay. But that would be funny if they have the, the 24-7 champion in there, and then they yeah. getting pinned to the Rumble. Yeah,
0: everybody's getting pinned. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> got enough referees out there. Fuck it. Yeah, it definitely could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be funny. Or or uh, R-Truth gets thrown out, and then he, like, uh, like let's say Ro- Mojo's out there, uh R-Truth gets thrown out and then on the way down like R-Truth like rolls him up and wins it and then runs to the back and then, you know, and then like on Raw he's like I won the fucking Royal Rumble last night
1: <laughs> right. or, the, or the the current champion gets thrown over the top and then the next guy coming down just beats the shit out of him on the way to the ring and wins it yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah, going to be interesting tough. but I can't wait to see Royal Rumble tonight Um, it's probably the first pay-per-view I've actually been as, as far as WWE not NXT branded goes Um, first pay-per-view I've been looking forward to in a while
1: so Tells us it. before telling a cell, but then it sucks,
0: so. <laughs> uh, well, you're the only one. Okay, so, um, well, no, uh, what was it? Crown Jewel was pretty good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and on that note, we'll see y'all guys next week. Oh, um, who do you think, uh, just for fun, uh, winning number in the Rumble tonight?
1: Uh... T- Number one. no. <laughs> okay, bro- you didn't pick... Brock I know, Rizzo. I know, I said, I said McIntyre earlier. But I don't know when they're going to come out, so I don't know, we'll say... Uh, I something. 26. 26.
0: Okay, I'll say, uh, who did I pick? <laughs>
1: uh, Roman. Can- Roman Reigns.
0: I'll pick 13, Living on the Edge. Oh, Woman. and for the women, Shayna Baszler, number 29.
1: Uh, Rousey, I would assume, uh, in case y'all haven't listened to the Prediction Show, that's my prediction... Rousey, I would assume, comes out, like, pretty late but not last.
0: Yeah, kind of like the Edge thing.
1: Yeah. Edge would, came would out would at 28 eight. and
0: 1. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that really fucks people up, though, right? Like, I think that's cooler than coming out at 30 at this point. Like, right. like okay, you come out at number 30, you can't remember anybody. Oh, it's a surprise. Let's see who it is. Yeah, I get that. But then 28, you're just counting it down, trying to get to 30, and you're like, oh, fuck. Edge right. is back. What the well, fuck is going on? And then Edge wins. came back. Wasn't his
1: 28?
0: Yeah, Edge was a 28, yeah. No, I've seen him. Oh, Cena, um... Cena might have um started. Yeah, I don't know. Cena could be number two. Wouldn't Beth fucking be crazy as shit? Him and his uh, have had a lot of history, so that would be cool as fuck.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. I, I hope he comes back tonight. He did He did make a weird post on his Instagram sort of implying it, so... I mean, that's what, I mean,
0: I... But he's I, he's
1: always posting weird... Do you follow him on Instagram, dude? I, I see a lot shit. of people retweet him. I
0: don't know if I follow him, but he, yes, I see a lot of people retweet him. But here's the thing with uh, Cena...
1: Not, oh, no, hold on, you don't understand. Twitter Cena is nothing like Instagram Cena. Instagram Cena, Cena is a shit poster. Like Twitter Cena posts all this inspirational shit, like all this, like, you know, motivational shit. Cena on Instagram does nothing but shit posts like Photoshops of Biggie as fucking Biggie, the rapper, and these weird, like fucking very meta ridiculous shit posts. So. Yeah, no, retweeting is one thing, but no, his Instagram is fucking weird. He's a weird dude. Okay.
0: Um, but, yeah, I think if you do want to see Cena versus Lesnar, don't mind it seeing it at WrestleMania for the title um, because, you know, it'll probably go on the first world title match. Um, mm-hmm. Then, yes, Cena comes out at number two, throws out Lesnar, but then that kind of takes away your theory of I want to see Lesnar earn his money because, you know, but whatever. Yeah.
1: But well- – do universal titles count toward his total championship reigns? Uh, yes, they do. Then they could sell WrestleMania as him trying to break Flair's record, so it could be.
0: But then it's but then it's Lesnar, and then I don't want to see him beat Flair's record, and I don't want to see Lesnar win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's I not. I don't I, think that's a good marketing either. strategy. I don't think that's good at all. Beat record. Yeah, he carried that fucking company for ten years, dude. Just let him have it.
0: Let him have it. Let him have it. Let him have it.
1: Just you because want, he carried
0: want... a company for 10 years, he let him have it. Well, yeah. Ric Flair carried wrestling as a whole as far as ability <sighs> and promos and everything else. I mean, obviously, I we, we've, we,
1: already just... in this,
0: we've already gotten in the argument that he was never as big as Hulk Hogan name-wise, recognition-wise. But as right. far as carrying a company, NWA, WCW…
1: Yeah, but look, how long are you going to hold on to that, man?
0: Dude, he was the best at everything how at the same time for a long it? time. How
1: long? Longer than Cena. Come on. No, I don't mean how long was he carrying. I mean how long can you really let him, like, hold on to his past accomplishments?
0: Until someone legit beats him like a Jericho. But even know. then, Jericho Jericho's never carried a company. Except for unless you want to call it AEW, but that's only been going for be six rather,
1: months. uh, you rather Triple H do it? No. No well, one. No but- one. <laughs> no one it can't be no one
0: listen no one bro first of all no one else should ever in this day and age should ever even have a title that many times because you're trying to bring credibility to these titles and this is not the fucking modern era where or the ruthless aggression era where everybody fucking was a world champion give it to cena who cena no I'm telling you, he,
1: he, deserves it. he deserves it
0: he doesn't i wouldn't say he deserves it the only I mean, thing Cena did better—the only thing Cena did better than Ric Flair was make a wish. That's the only thing he beat. That's the only thing he beat Ric Flair at.
1: That's it. Uh, he beat him. Unless man. you
0: want to count make a wishes for women too, because then Ric Flair probably won. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, broadcasting hey. Space Mountain. So, so you would really give? I mean, come on, man. Were you, I, I guess wish. you're not a big Flair guy or something,
1: because there ain't no way. That's not that. I like Flair. I just, you know. I think that um, – I think Flair would be okay with it.
0: Yeah, Flair's okay with it because Flair don't care anymore. Mm. Here's here's the deal. Flair knows that it doesn't matter if Cena wins it 20 times. Flair will be real, recognized as the best of all time. So I yeah. get it from that standpoint. But are we really out here doing what New Japan refuses to do and just giving you a title because of past shit?
1: I, I don't think that it's comparable when we're talking about breaking a number of titles record. It is when we're talking about the
0: world title. We're talking about the main title.
1: Yeah, I don't know. If he could come back for a real run, I wouldn't mind it. I don't. Yes, I don't... If
0: it was a run, yes. Yeah. If it's a Brock Lesnar thing, do it no. To him
1: and then have him lose it two weeks later, like Goldberg or something. I'm saying, like, like if he comes back and does like a real run, I'd be fine. With okay. It. Well,
0: I we will be honest with you. I actually liked Goldberg's last run. It was an actual run. Yes, he didn't have the title long, but he actually had to fucking beat somebody in a storyline with the title, Kevin Owens, and then beat Lesnar and then beat Lesnar again and then lost to Lesnar.
1: The Jericho Owens match should have had the Universal Title as part of it. So I hated all that, but you know. Lesnar-Goldberg didn't need the title involved to be a big deal.
0: No, I don't think so either, but I I didn't mind it. I mean, I liked it way better than his other runs with WWE.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Um. But, yeah, so, I mean, so you're <laughs> we're going to give – I don't know, man. I Just based on that logic, there's no way – okay, I know this is reaching or whatever, but Cena just getting handed a title like Hogan did when he came back in 2002 – or 2003, whenever he won the fucking title, right? And then he got destroyed. That's not
1: the same.
0: Dude, it's the same.
1: You think listen. that Cena is a comparable wrestler to 60-year-old fucking Hulk Hogan? Yeah. In the show.
0: Listen, man, it's the same concept.
1: It's not, man, because he could actually go. It's not just like a – it's not like a nostalgia like, oh, look at this big name we're bringing listen, back. Listen, listen, a- I I know, face.
0: I know that we're giving all this credit – To The Rock, and whatever, rightfully so. But you're telling me Hogan didn't go in that match?
1: Not really, man.
0: Come on, man. That match was insane. Insanely good.
1: Mm. (sighs) Yes,
0: the crowd has something to do with it, but the crowd always has something to do with it. If the crowd is silent, it's not going to be a good match. I don't give a fuck how good the match was. You know what I'm saying? But that match was fucking amazing.
1: Because of The Rock.
0: Because of both of them. Because of the crowd. Because of all of it. if, If Hogan stunk up the joint... Those fans wouldn't have been that loud. I don't give a fuck how good The Rock would have been. If Hogan's out there and he can't go, that match would have fucking crumbled so fast. But he could go still. But you still gave him a fucking world title at that age as a fucking victory lap. And it's the same thing you're doing with Cena right now. They don't do that in New Japan. You've made it very clear here on the show many times. Why would you do it now?
1: Be- well, if it was if it was a matter of doing it for somebody in New Japan – To break an old record, and it was somebody like Tanahashi, and Tanahashi was one championship away from having like the most IWGP Heavyweight Championships or whatever. As much as he carried that company and like brought it back from the fucking brink of not failing, I would totally be fine with them giving him another run to break that record. The thing is, you'd be fine with it, but they're not going to do it.
0: But they're not going to do it, though. That's the thing. Like they wouldn't even give Liger a win in either of his last two matches. (laughs) Well, Either uh, one. I mean, I get the second uh, one. That He's not going to win that. But the first one, there's no way.
1: That, that he's a junior, so different. It don't matter, man. Liger, don't act like Liger wasn't important, bro. I never said he wasn't important, but I've, I've explained before that they have a different view of people that wrestle as juniors, which is why there's always such a big deal about coming up from junior to heavy. Like Osprey had to do it, and Omega had to do it, and anybody that comes up has to do it. Um, that There's like a whole process of, in changing over weight classes. Also, the reason Tanahashi isn't in a position where they have to do that is because he carried the company so much, and they recognize it at the time. So he already is the person that's held the most. If time. they, if, if they, if they don't
0: view junior heavyweights equal, right? Like you said, then it should be have it, it should have even been less of an issue to let Liger win that first night of the two nights.
1: Are we, talk, are we talking about retirement shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, no, so, okay. So there's a difference with the retirement shit too. Like you always, you always got on your back. Come and on, stuff.
0: man! Oh, God damn you, yeah. don't, you! don't think Kurt Angle should have won against fucking Baron Corbin at WrestleMania?
1: I don't think Kurt Angle should have been wrestling Baron Corbin.
0: Yeah, I agree. But but still. the fact that he
1: was, no, I don't think he should have won.
0: Oh goddamn! That's bullshit. Sorry. That's such bullshit. Sorry. That's bullshit. Okay. Corbin at that time was in no position to fucking beat no goddamn Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. I understand
1: that, but if it's Kurt Angle's last match, there's no benefit in letting him win.
0: There was no benefit in letting him lose either because this it's ain't done shit for Kurt, the Corbin. The was that
1: it would give Corbin more heel heat. So there was a point to it even if it didn't work.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. So we let you – that's like – that's some dumb shit to say. That's like fucking, hey, we're going to let Kenny Dykstra beat you, and then he's out of the company two weeks later, uh, Ric Flair. No big deal. Or Jericho losing the fucking fan, Fandango, but then you don't capitalize hey, on the fucking okay. shit.
1: That was – okay, but that was a booking mistake. That wasn't
0: – Yeah, The Fandango one was, yes. Now, not the Kenny Dykstra one. There's no way Kenny Dykstra should have beat Ric Flair ever. I don't give a fuck if Rick Flair was 90 years old. Kenny Dykstra was yes, in no position. Again, it's just not – Room service?
1: No, no, no. I, the internet's cutting out because it's hotel internet. So.
0: Okay. Uh. Anyway. So yeah. We're, okay. Whatever. We're gonna. Do, we're definitely gonna disagree on this. You think Cena? Would, oh, you think the fans would be okay with Cena? Uh. Now a part-time guy, the guy that he said he never would be, by the way. Uh. Now a part-time guy winning the title from another part-time guy that we've been wanting the title off of because he was a part-time guy. And you think people would be
1: okay with that? I. I think they would be excited enough to see him back, and there would be enough buzz and build around. In the, the moment. I,
0: in the moment tonight, if that happens,
1: yes. And, but not
0: um, after. It's like, okay, if now if, what? Now we got to fucking see Cena win the goddamn listen. title.
1: And for the build of the match, I think that there would be enough hype and excitement for him to break the record. Yes. No one wants to especially see him break the record, if, bro. <laughs> especially <laughs> nice. if then Lesnar just fucking squashes him. <laughs> nah, I. That there's
0: a no-win situation out of that. Tonight would be cool, and then after everything after, I'm like not interested at all. Okay. If that, if that happened. I'd rather see Drew McIntyre fucking Claymore kick the fuck out of Brock Lesnar out of the ring. Yeah,
1: me too. That's why I picked
0: him. Anyway.
1: We gotta get Maven in here.
0: Well, how about this? How about Brock Lesnar comes out? <laughs> how about Brock Lesnar comes out, number one, literally in the, breaks the record because he eliminated 29 motherfuckers? <laughs> he goes... <laughs> He comes out he comes out next night on Raw and says none of y'all motherfuckers can beat me. I told you I was unstoppable. I might as well just quit right here, and then Cena comes out. Or CM Punk? No.
1: <laughs> no, you're such a mark. No, you, know you no. would love that.
0: No, I mean no, not really, because I don't think Brock Lesnar they would let Brock Lesnar uh lose to CM Punk. I need the title off of Lesnar at WrestleMania, bro. <laughs> I need it off of him. I'm tired of seeing it on him. He already, he's getting his money that regardless. CM Punk can have him lose, dude. They did it last time. They had CM Punk lose to Brock Lesnar. Although yeah, he, did he did get in a lot, uh, he, he did get in way more offense than most same people. Is. Okay. So Lesnar, who now wrestles more than CM Punk has in the last fucking seven years, right? You're Who's telling me back? that you know? You're telling me that CM Punk has a better shot to beat Lesnar yeah. now than he did before? Come on, KS8? man. No.
1: But in booking, yes.
0: That makes no goddamn sense. Yes, if they if they are fucking smart enough to run with it and be like, hey, we're about to sell a bunch of goddamn CM Punk shirts turts yes. tonight.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are all over the place, bro. Okay. We're all about are, to sell some
1: ice cream sandwiches.
0: They're already doing that. All right, so we're going to – I'm getting <laughs> off of here. I'm going to end the show for real this time, guys. Enjoy the show tonight. And… uh we will we'll talk to you next week <laughs> and well, later on uh... <laughs> <laughs> the MonsterCast! cast <laughs>